Welcome to Culture Hangs Pop Culture Awards 2023, <laughs> where we have some random categories. They're not random, they're well, established they've been established point. categories of three years now. <laughs> and we go through them and we award them to different celebrities, different moments, yeah. different things. And you can always let us know if you agree with us or disagree with us. You might have your own um, winner for a category or Play along. are they necessarily winners some of them are not but <laughs> if you want to know more about us you can always check out the description of this podcast where there are certain things linked including our patreon if you'd like to support us we do two bonus episodes per month we do bad book club where we read what's considered trash literature it's not trash it's great it's free we try and do it themed throughout the year so obviously this month we read two christmas stories in um, one two christmas <laughs> stories in one three in one but we got lazy and it was all free so it was a great it all was a great good. time would recommend um we also do celebrity corner we talk about a celebrity that's kind of having a moment of the month so if you're curious about anybody we've talked about a couple of couples couple of couples couple couple of couples and things lots of things lots of varied just topics of discussion so if you like what we're about and you'd like to support us that's the best place to do it but once again thank you so much for just being here what a year yeah what a year so many things have happened yep and we're gonna list some of them to you as winners <laughs> of special awards <laughs> it's our big round end of year roundup round up before we go into 2024 we have a whole new year of celebrity actions slash tv film and other things will they get better question mark probably not (laughs) some of them will be excellent some of them yeah anyway so without further ado the first award i've got is best drama best drama best drama for me encapsulates a moment in celebrity pop culture Mm -hmm. times of the year Mm -hmm. where something very dramatic happens that's yes. my explanation of it and that's how i came to my conclusion <laughs> I of love my that. winner uh-huh. how, and what about you is that kind of how what you went about i think it's how i thought about it in terms of like how long did it last on the internet's attention i think i did a similar thing how long did we talk about it for okay and my uh contender for this is the brief period of time when matty healy and taylor swift were dating this is good. This is good. Do you want to... Because it wasn't... Like, not much happened. Mm-hmm. But then also everything around the, like, kind of the popularity rise of the 1975 again, because they were on tour. Everyone was falling back in love with Matty Healy. Uh-huh. And then he's holding hands with Taylor Swift in public. Oh, my God. No one it's can believe crazy. it. It's crazy. And then and also just, it just didn't make sense. Didn't make any sense to anybody. Like, I didn't get it. And then it just like, it went beep, 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 up, 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 up. And then he couldn't help himself and it was going too well for himself. And now he is just a really unpleasant, he was always an unpleasant person, but he's very publicly unpleasant now. Mm -hmm. So I think the kind of, the amount of attention that garnered, Uh it kept us sustained for a couple of months. Uh So that's my reasoning behind I'm on board. And what I will say before I give my contender is soon as this is our own award show um (laughs) i will not hesitate to just give two things the award because there is no reason and if we both come up with a suggestion (laughs) it's not a competition they can both win (laughs) 
Like, no, I'm not good. And sometimes I've just come up with two answers because it was hard oh, to come I've up with one. Oh, I've got options. I've got options. So it's like, I'm not going to try, I'm not going to compete. There's no competition yeah. here. It's a nice, easygoing thing. Yeah. But my, my, for me, a contender, a winner for best drama um, was uh, Ariana Grande and SpongeBob. Oh, interesting. Because I just think it was similar to you. It was mm. ongoing for a long time. There were lots of pieces to the story. Exactly. So yeah. it starts with rumors Ariana Grande is getting divorced from her husband, Dalton. Who she's only just got married yeah, to. Yeah, and it was already a bit of a weird relationship because yeah. everyone was like, who is he? He was like, had like a normal, he didn't have a normal job. He like but a was, real estate person. I think he was a real estate person. Yeah. So that starts and it's like, oh, this is strange. And then she's at Wimbledon with Andrew Garfield. Without her ring. Without her ring as well. Mm. And everyone's like, this is suspicious, no ring. And also why is Andrew Garfield sat with her? Like, it was, <laughs> there was so much together. going on. Yeah. But then it comes out that she had potentially had an affair with Ethan Slater. Yeah. Who was SpongeBob on Broadway. Yeah. Um, who is married and has just had a child. Yeah. And apparently they, apparently, allegedly, the couples had gone on double dates together. Oh, no. And they had met, like, each other's families and stuff like that. Like, Ariana had spent time with Ethan's baby with his wife there and things like that, allegedly. And then (laughs) they both end up filing for divorce from their partners. And then, obviously, one of the biggest bits of drama is Ethan Slater's now ex-wife going to page six and using the cruelest term that Ariana Grande was not a girl's girl (laughs) and that her family was collateral damage. Now, that would break me. If I was Ariana Grande, I'd be like, one, wasn't just me, but two... I don't think I can exist after that. And now yeah. the fact that they just seem to be casually, like, they are dating. They're like, just, that's just together. Ongoing. I think it was that moment when people began to refer to him as Spongebob when they started <laughs> to look into it before it was confirmed and being like, this man was Spongebob. She's left also, her husband for Spongebob. <laughs> the comparison pictures between him and her brother Ooh. that started going around as well. It's, like, it's there was enjoyable. a lot to it. There was a lot going I on. I think yours might have it. I d- but the thing is that I don't, I don't think that one needs it. I think they both Space the table for everybody. I think that's the thing. It's my own award show. It doesn't need to go to one person or thing or moment. It can go to both. And that's why they are our best dramas of 2020. Sorry, 2023. (laughs) Very like, um, not divorce focused, but that whole like breakup. There was a moment where people kept trying to describe the summer as like the summer of the divorce they did so i feel like that kind of reflects in that there was a lot of like very weird public relationship Mm. drama i am reluctant to give the award to matt healy because he's a horrible human being so that's why i'm thinking ariana grande might clinch it but i think think it's interesting we've kind of picked relationships so i guess the real drama was marriage and relationships (laughs) so there you go the next award that I've got is the biggest overreaction of 2023. Yes, biggest overreaction. I would say it was, and we focus on this a lot, probably too much. The weekend when the Rolling Stones wrote a scathing initial thing about the idol yes. the show. Uh-huh. Sam, whatever his face is, next vehicle after Euphoria. Yeah. 
they then did this whole little skit or it was already part of the show where they're like rolling stones who even are you yeah and it was just embarrassing it was embarrassing and it was kind of the beginning of the end for that production that people were like lukewarm about anyway yeah and then it was like (laughs) why why have you done this calm down and it made it worse for them all but provided us with a lot of discussion 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 yeah Yeah. i like that one a lot and i do think it was a big overreaction because i feel like if the weekend and sam levinson had taken a step back they could have listened to the points that were being made instead of being like who even is rolling stones (laughs) which is she has 500 million followers so what do the rolling stones even have (laughs) and like a very cemented audience is what they have um so that was an interesting one and i definitely think it was a huge overreaction i actually have two suggestions for this tell me um so the first suggestion is the reaction of the world to <laughs> Selena and Hayley Bieber, Selena Gomez. Oh, the and eyebrows! Bieber. Oh my god, I completely well, forgot about this. So it starts with <laughs> Hayley Bieber has a TikTok of her and a friend. I can't remember who it was. They're lip syncing to the sound that was like, "I'm not saying she deserves it, but I'm saying yeah. God's timing is always right." <laughs> but if you remember at the beginning of the year everyone was using that sound oh it was everywhere everyone was but for some reason then people were like this is a reference to the fact that selena gomez had just been body shamed but there was no real evidence that it was no so Haley bieber responds she said i never comment on this type of thing but we were just having a girls night and did a random tiktok sound for fun it's not directed at anyone Mm. and then selena was in the comments of that tiktok and said it's okay i don't let these things get me down be nice to everyone but people are still like oh feuding feud um then selena laminated her brows and was like i accidentally went too heavy on this yeah kylie jenner posted a photo of herself and it said like this was an accident and it it had her brows in it as in kylie jenner's (laughs) brows and then i think kylie also shared a picture of hayley bieber's brows Mm. And then Kylie went on TikTok and went, this is reaching. No shade towards Selena ever. And I didn't see her eyebrow post. You guys are making something out of nothing. This is silly. (laughs) Selena Gomez then literally went in the comments and put, agreed at Kylie Jenner. It's all unnecessary. I'm a fan of Kylie. And then also out of the whole thing, Hayley Bieber was getting death threats. Which is just ridiculous. So I think it was just a bit, I'm not, I also feel like, Maybe it was escalated by those involved, mm. but the response of everyone just around that whole situation, <laughs> the amount of articles wild. that were like, feuding, feuding, we yeah. literally did a podcast on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you could not escape <laughs> for this, and it literally yeah. stemmed from some vague TikToks. God. A little bit of an overreaction. My other one, Courtney and Kim and the Dolce Vita. <laughs> because, so Courtney gets married, she has a Dolce and Gabbana wedding. Yeah. Um, and specifically says the phrase, it's just like, it's just like this, like was my wedding and actually how I've lived my life for, uh, I've lived my life every summer for like five years in a row, like living La Dolce Vita, genuinely. <laughs> so she says that. That should be the phrase we take into 2024. Like living, living La Dolce, Dolce Vita, Vita. <laughs> genuinely. But then when, um, it's on the Kardashian TV show, we then find out, oh, we knew this, but Kim had also teamed up, teamed up, teamed up a little later on with Dolce and Gabbana as well yeah. um, for their spring-summer 2023 runway. And 
basically Courtney was annoyed because she was like, you're stealing my thing, mm. the Dolce Vita. <laughs> um, and it was my wedding. And they just, they had a massive argument over it. And yeah. at the end of the day, my thought is, and I'm sure it's, there was actually other things going on. Mm. Why are you so desperate to be with Dolce and Gabbana? I know. They were they like, categorically... The worst, most reprehensible, reprehensible, reprehensible is not a word, reprehensible, famous brand out there. The his we've covered it so many times on the show, like on the show, on the podcast. How awful they've been, how racist they've been, how like fat phobic they've been. They're terrible. Ism that they could have, you know, go against somebody. They are. They've done it, and it's like, why have you picked them? Is it because at the beginning? you were snubbed by other fashion places and they picked you up like what genuinely Why? what's the big deal it's the dolce vita is it because you've got nothing else to fight about if you've been living in italy for five summers in a row living the <laughs> dolce vita maybe you really genuinely. cling to it genuinely living the dolce vita <laughs> so i just felt that was a little bit of an overreaction yeah. to like have a family almost break apart yeah. uh have it that be the main plot of your tv show <laughs> for a season Maybe a bit of an overreaction. Dolce Gabbana is my thing. My thing. And then obviously Kim famously sitting in front of a camera and being like, you want to talk about copying? You Where did I get married? Italy. Where did Courtney get married? Italy. Or whatever it was. Uh, I don't know. I just think the whole thing was an overreaction, is what I would say. But once again, I don't feel the need to award that to any of the three because I think they were all equally overreactions they were all equal overreactions and the thing is sometimes people gonna overreact yeah even us and it's just nice to sort of like go over it and remind ourselves what kind of a year we've had yeah get some gain some perspective on it yeah what's your next award the next one I've got is the biggest display of wealth slash privilege, yes, which that's is what I have. always a little fun one to uh, talk about. This one is tinged with um, more sadness than usual, but it did circle the internet mm-hmm. for a good long while. It's when the news that the Titanic submissible went missing and then was discovered to have imploded. Yes. Um, this was, you know, just a billionaires or people that could afford the stupid price of the ticket going into basically a hand-built craft thing that was controlled by a like a xbox controller yeah logitech i believe logitech and then they weren't even so it's to go down to the titanic there wasn't even like a window it was a camera on the front of it Mm. beaming the live stream to a tiny little TV that they were all crowded around watching it on. Yeah. And the thing imploded. And it was like, I can't actually remember what was going on in like world events, but it was something really significant. And it instantly like diverted all the attention away from yeah. that. Because it was such like a, wow, billionaires gone. What? And it was a Titanic well, as well. And something the, sinking. Everyone finally learning how you would die in an implosion I yeah think, it's not good <laughs> i think a lot of people were like oh my god that yeah. is rough and i think it's that that it was it was such a horrifying idea in your head yeah. that you can't comprehend dying in and that like, way on the bottom of the ocean yeah like it's yeah. just oh i can't even think about it without being like freaked out freaked out panicked yeah. 
But then it's the things coming out about this is the amount of money that was paid to do this. False sympathies to the people who died in that because yeah, of course, um, absolutely. Why was that? It's why were the people who made it allowed to go ahead with it when yeah. they had concerns about it? Where's the safety checks? And it would like I think people have tried to whistleblow about it before. And yeah, it was ignored. exactly. Like it was not a safe thing to do. So but you should, should never, never be able allowed. to spend that amount of money to. Do. And On I think anything. at the minute when you're going down to see the Titanic. Yeah, it's almost like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like you right? know the history of the Titanic. <laughs> Every time someone's like, "I'm going to rebuild the Titanic and it's not going to sink this time," we were like, "We they said this about the first one." Like, don't, <laughs> just don't, don't, just do don't do it. Don't touch it's it. Like, clearly, it's some sort of curse situation. <laughs> yeah, don't exactly. do it. Don't do it. So yes, I agree. That was a very big display of wealth. What's your one? Tell me. Hmm. It's Gwyneth Paltrow's ski and crash trial. Oh, so I've nominated this for a different one. Different one. <laughs> well, I'll briefly explain why it's here. It was just the fact, it's not specifically Gwyneth Paltrow. More so, it's the way she was at this trial. Yeah. So this guy called Terry is 76 and he sues Gwyneth for £300,000 mm-hmm. because he says she crashed into him while skiing. Yeah. And he... Is then has all these detrimental effects on his life. Yes. It's a bit of a shaky claim. So Gwyneth then countersues for one dollar. Yeah. Um, not even... Symbolic one dollar, because I think Taylor Swift started this. She did. Not even commenting on um, whether she did do that or not, as in whether she crashed into him and caused such injury. Yeah. What I think was the biggest display of wealth and privilege was the response to when she was asked to assess how she had suffered as a result of the crash at the time she responded with well we lost half a day of skiing which is so funny to me and then also (laughs) semi as well she then she wins she does and as she leaves and also the whole time this is happening people are commenting on her core outfits because Mm. she didn't need to turn up every day she turned up every day in these like Slay outfits and everyone's going like this is all her outfit this is how much it costs they're really yeah. expensive outfits and she's turning up sitting down saying we lost half a day of skiing um and then she wins and as she leaves she goes she goes up to the guy who was suing her and goes i wish you well oh, can i just Cutting. For me, it's the comment of we lost half a day of skiing this is a guy whether whether right or wrongly he was like he had all these like crazy injuries. He like, did, didn't he? It like, was like severe, and she she like lost his half life a day. was debilitated by whatever accident happened to I him. I think she had but... to go and get a massage because she lost half a day. <laughs> oh, of... that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, she then she was like, I had to get a massage instead. It's just funny to me. And there it's were funny. points where oh, there was something about her demeanor, and or, or there was like something being picked up by the judge potentially. Or they had to ask someone to change the lighting because she couldn't read something. Oh, yes, Do you remember no, this? I can't the remember font the font or something. She had she couldn't read a font or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember. But just like rich people playing rich people justice, and then winning. Yeah. It's like oh, you just wanted the it, man to take her for all she was worth, but it was not a good enough claim. No, it was not. <laughs> but to a certain extent, he was like I think was we looked into it at the time. That I mean, she was going at him with speed, yeah. but she's quite a small woman. Yeah, and, and I think there was doubts on man. whether she could have done the amount of damage as, yeah. as had happened. But who knows? We won't comment on that. I think once again, both of them are quite big displays of wealth and privilege. <laughs> one more so wealth, one more so privilege. So yeah. 
There I think go. they can both win. We've covered all boundaries. Yes. Which is interesting because I'd nominated the trial I almost did for this. best petty moment. Yes. I think <laughs> I think it happily wins that as well. Particularly for the comment coming out of the um courtroom where yeah. she says, I wish you well after she he has to now pay her a symbolic one dollar. Um however I did have another best petty moment, okay. which was the release of prince harry's memoir spare which i think i could categorize all of that as petty <laughs> yeah and kind of like justified petty oh completely somewhat even though i mean people would disagree agree to disagree who knows yeah um what, I think, todger. <laughs> wait, what it's todger oh no don't no <laughs> listen i never read it i'm not bothered about reading it but if you want to be petty against an institution be petty um my other one which once again i think that all petty so i don't know that one's supremely petty um but this is maybe a lesser spoken about one but it was shakira releasing the music video for el jefe um where she literally features her um is that her maid wait who was it it was her i want to say it's her maid Mm. but she specifically says in it Lily Melga, who is the woman. This song is for you because you were never paid your severance. Because allegedly, Shakira's former partner, Jared Piquet, who cheated on Shakira, had fired. She found out with the jam. She found out through the jam. (laughs) Supposedly, he had fired. Oh my god! The, the maid, maid and not paid severance, <gasps> which is why it's mentioned in the song. Like this is a, she wrote oh. a song for her, and supposedly <laughs> she was fired because she knew he was having an affair and was going to oh tell Shakira. Supposedly, <gasps> and so they sort of team up, and I think <laughs> um, so. Then Shakira puts Lily Melga in the song. And I think supposedly gave her money from it and stuff like that and has now like set her up oh, and I things love that. like that, which I do like. I like the pettiness of like... It's like retribution. Yeah, and being like, this song is for you because you were never paid severance. <laughs> but specifically, the person who never paid you severance was my, my cheating husband. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so I really enjoyed that, but I think it's more of a niche one. Yeah, I didn't even know about... I knew about her finding out about the cheating with the jam like you know how people sometimes mark their alcohol bottles if they're thinking that someone's like stealing yes. their alcohol i think she did that with jam in the fridge <laughs> but the thing is like not if i was going to have an affair yeah um not i'm not planning on but if she was maybe i wouldn't eat like i'd already feel quite bad about the <laughs> fact i was doing it from the fridge <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna like go in and be like and also it's not like she's helped herself because like if you're hungry and you have a bit of toast, <laughs> fine. But to go in and like jam, like you're really just taking the piss, really. Like you really are. Um, actually, think that Lily Melga was her nanny, so she was ah, nanny, okay. not maid. But anyway, yeah. very yeah. fun petty moment. Um, but oh, deserved, I think. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Anyway, so once again. I'm not giving it to one. I'm giving it to all three. All of them. Because it's our own award show. <laughs> we can do what who we want. Did, like, who made up this idea that one thing has to get an award? Probably capitalism. Yeah, so true. Next one. Best outfits. Who have I, you got? I struggled with the outfit I struggled ones, with this one as well. But it's usually, not just this one. I also struggled with worst outfit. Well, we usually have a really good like pick of the crop from the Met Gala. That has yeah. what has funded us the past couple of years. 
not monetarily i'm meaning visually <laughs> we were gaining from the met galas yeah so like the past couple of years we've had the met gala but this year i just don't recall any i don't care about any that happened because it was Karl but i Lagerfeld, felt the same so. about like the met gala this year i felt like there, there was not none that i was that interested in but there was none that i was like oh that's horrendously none bad really so yeah. it was difficult to do both best and worst it was all just meh it was all just like really meh so uh, so we had to look elsewhere so my best outfit is um the barbie and ken matching cowboy outfits because it really was the summer of barbie mm. and i think that kind of barbie supremacy it just makes me happy all the time so i think that's a nice like symbolization of where we are and it's it was i every person i saw dressed as barbie at halloween just made me happy so i think there was also like this panicking (laughs) moment that like everyone thought everyone was going to be dressed as barbie this halloween that actually wasn't that many people dressed as barbie because everyone was like we can't do it everyone else will do it no one did it but also like dressing up in pink for the cinema and going to watch it i feel like it was just such a collective like girlhood moment that i really enjoyed it was good mine is julia fox's london princess diana corset look this is fantastic it's so good i really like it it's just all of it it's the fact to go like (laughs) she goes to london and she's like how can i do something impressive in london a princess diana corset but with the pearls and the bows it's the whole outfit it's the whole outfit it's the way it was styled i don't think anyone else could have styled a princess diana corset no absolutely not and got away with it and just sitting here being like wow exactly (laughs) so i would happily once again awarded to both <laughs> I'm, I'm not backing down that this was not a best outfit but i'm also not going to take it away from barbie and ken well i'll take it away from ken yeah it's his was barbie. okay barbie's cow outfit it's that fat, whole like, like better. she looks stunning and he's there uh-huh. <laughs> he just was a good accessory to her yeah which is the whole point of the film uh worst outfit contenders i have two but yeah. for very different reasons mm-hmm. so the first one is just upsetting to look at which <laughs> was good. I don't know if you'll remember, but I feel like you probably will. Sam Smith, really early in the year, yeah. wore this inflatable I remember black it well. latex sort of like chicken something costume. Balloon situation. Yeah. I find it deeply upsetting to look at. Listen, I don't love it. I've... I don't love it. <laughs> I don't. Express yourself however you want. I do not want to look at that. That's horrible. No, it's just not for me. They a do a good arms. job, I guess, wearing it, but I, yeah. I, I hate it. Not because it's on them. Just it's it's it's, it's the a step thing far. Itself. Like I'm trying yeah. to enjoy the art of fashion, yeah. and I know that as such, I should enjoy things like that. But yeah. it's a bit, it's a bit too far. <laughs> and then my other one is like it's not the worst, but I do think it, it could be the worst. Is Kylie Jenner wearing the lion head Scaparelli dress to yeah, the show? I considered this. The like symbolism of it. Yeah. And I know they weren't real animal heads, but that whole thing about like poaching yeah. and the fur use in fashion still, like the animal cruelty that's still like a very big part of it. So I think the kind of conversations that were had about that, not necessarily the dress was like yeah. terrible because it was a black dress mm-hmm. with a giant head on it. Like there's not really that much I you was, can That dislike. was what stopped me going for it is because I I don't like the lion head even though I understand. No, I understand it's so realistic looking. The theory, but the dress I didn't mind. So it was, like, it was fine, like half yeah. and half, but then I kind of go against that with my own pick because I don't mind the whole of the outfit, but I just 
when I saw it. And I feel bad doing this because it, <laughs> okay. it it's not deserved. But when I thought about Worst Outfit, I just thought about something that I had not enjoyed this year. And again, I feel so bad doing this because I love her. But I really didn't like Florence Pugh's headpiece at the Met Gala. Oh, it wasn't. There no. was the like, it was the to describe it. She just shaved her head. And I actually yeah. do that. And I think I, I do like that. And I think it would have had more impact with what she was wearing. But then she had this headpiece that was like, I don't, I can't even explain it to you. Like, was you'll like have to look feathery? it up. It's like loads of like spikes going up with, with yeah. like really high with feathers. Yeah. And I, I just really, and I didn't love the dress either, but it wasn't like an atrocious dress. Yeah. Like, I think she obviously looks amazing. And I just want to say that I love most of everything <laughs> that Florence Pugh wears. And I loved her bald head. I thought it was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. But I didn't like this outfit. And I feel so bad. But it was mainly down to the headpiece. Yeah. I really didn't like it. I no. just then. So I feel bad about that because I don't know that she deserves worst, worst outfit. But it was. I really didn't like the headpiece. Yeah. And I usually love one. Yeah, but this was... No, I agree. It was like a strange thing to put atop someone's head. I know. I just still feel bad about it. You've said... You know when like you're complaining about someone and you're like, love her, but... but you know, she's an angel, but... but <laughs> you did all the she's a mammoth, caveats. of course. But, sorry, that's a Nicki Minaj quote. <laughs> about. Did anyone know that was about her being an Ice Age? What? So I, I just always quote the... Um, she's I can't remember the rest of the quote but it's like she's gorgeous of course she's a mammoth um, <laughs> she an Ice Age? but it's because she's in like Ice Age 3 or something someone brought it up to me that. recently and was like yeah because we watched Ice Age 3 or 4 whichever one and they were like yeah because Nicki Minaj is in it and I was like oh that's why she says she's a mammoth because <laughs> she's talking it. about the mammoth character yeah. <laughs> which I now love anyway so next category next is category. most problematic celebrity. Who have you got for me? This person's come up before, um, and I—it's Matty Healy for me. I just didn't. Yes. I didn't love his year. I don't really want to. <laughs> I don't want to go into it, but it felt like I understand it's his whole thing. Yeah. But I don't love that he kind of thrives off saying semi-problematic things. Definitely. Um, and being like, but it's art. Mm. And I just don't think you can have a different opinion, but you don't have to say things that are harmful. Yes. And I, so I just haven't loved his year. I think he's much more harmful than he is, like, good at this point. Yeah. Like, he's just spewing hot air, yeah. which we have covered. But I don't know. Yeah, he's a bit of a waste of space, really, isn't he? For me, at the minute, yeah. My one was Elon Musk for everything he does and continues to do. But at what point do we stop considering him a celebrity? I just, I didn't even think about him. I think it's right that he yeah. probably is overall the most problematic celebrity um, with the amount of influence and power he's got. But I don't even think about the man. Mm. And I should. Well, just like what he's done with Twitter slash X. and the Firing a bunch of people was not the best the people, way to go. Like the way they, start, <laughs> the way they started the acquisition of Twitter was just bizarre. I don't like, like it. It was not done well and under anybody's like stretch of the imagination. No. More recently, he's been telling advertisers to fuck off. Like, also, like why do, he does. He just keeps having more and more children. He's so embarrassing. He's like <laughs> trying to like create a whole generation of Elon Musk when like Ugh. one of his oldest children literally like one of his oldest child's childrens. Uh, his old one of his older children. Yeah. Doesn't like. 
commit like stopped contact with yeah. yeah so maybe stop having that amount of children if you're not doing a great job yeah <laughs> i hate to say it but it, so i i somewhat feel that elon musk might be doing more damage than matty healy overall so. <laughs> <laughs> I, who's to say who's to say but i think maybe elon deserves that one <laughs> best celebrity we're gonna bring it back up best the celebrity I have two, um, I limited myself nice. to two suggestions. So I've got a man and a woman. Oh, okay. Um, my, the man will start with, I think you'll enjoy this, is Pedro Pascal. Interesting. Because I do like that. such a year. Yeah. Like, and I know it got all a bit weird with the objectification. And yeah, the it took an odd turn, it. didn't it? Took an odd turn. But I just think... He's such a, seems like such a lovely person. And again, we'll never know. We'll never know. Very talented person. Yeah. Just a sweetheart, it seems like, as well as a heartthrob. And I think for people to fancy someone, there are many worse people for people to fancy. So I'm really glad that he had sort of such a, a fruitful year in his career. And I just enjoyed watching him the on era. screen through you because <laughs> like, look at this honey look at what he's doing and all the like lana del rey adjacent it really Pedro got Pascal. me back into lana del rey as well which was really good <laughs> and then my uh the woman i would like to put forward is Pamela anderson just because i okay. love her nice and i think particularly like she turned up her Oh, I can't remember what. Milan Fashion Week? Yes. She wasn't wearing any makeup. She started doing this a lot more and in other places as well. I just think her outreach and the way she always talks, it's always so measured and so calm. And I think in terms of somebody that has found peace mm. in their life after, you know, the trials and tribulations yeah. that they went through in their younger years and being like hounded and it all being kind of dredged back up again with Pam and Tommy, which came out two years ago at this Ew. point but she's kind of reclaimed her story yes. and she's been able to tell it on her own terms again and i think that's really positive to see agreed and i just think she's a very calm nice person so she hasn't done tons but, but i think what i have seen i've been like best celebrity for you yeah you don't have to justify i it. think so who yeah. have you got i have um shuti gatwa because oh, I do love Shuti. I think he's so lovely. Yeah. And I think he's had a really good year in the yes. obviously um sex sex education ended. I didn't watch the last season, but there we go, that one came out. Yeah. I I'm, heard bad I'm, things. I'll maybe watch it over Christmas. I feel like it's Apparently I it's always not as watch good it during like a, like in one sitting. I don't I know why I do, do this to too. myself. <laughs> no, I do the same. And also being in Barbie and being so iconic in yes, Barbie. Yeah, yeah. And then as we come to the end of the year, obviously he is now Doctor Who. He is. And has just become Doctor Who. And as of Christmas Day, I think, has his first episode of Doctor Who. Oh, amazing. And I just, and I watched his like, is it his GQ like 10 things he can't live without? Mm-hmm. I just think he's so charismatic, so he funny. Really is. I'd love to be his and friend. And he's Scottish, which and is just And he's Scottish. Great. I just, I really <laughs> like him. And I just yeah. think... Every time, you know, when like you watch someone and you just think they just come across very genuine. Yes. And yeah. I think, and they just always like leave me with a smile on my face. Yeah. And I'm also like, you know, I'm not an adult. No, I am an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an adult. I'm, I'm an adult. Um, so I haven't watched like Doctor Who since I was a child. Yeah. But, like, obviously, I swore off it after my beloved David Tennant left. Well, and I it. watched one episode when Jodie Whittaker did it, and I yeah. just just a sport. Um, <laughs> women spotting women. <laughs> yeah, I've seen like the clips of 
like little few clips of him and i'm still like i know i wouldn't really enjoy it because i'm an adult and realistically yeah. i know some adults enjoy it but the main audience i assume is for children or yeah. those who are younger and but like the way i don't know it's like the way he's doing it kind of brings back a bit of like childhood like wonder where Aww. i'm like i kind of want to watch it just because he yeah. seems to have a lot of energy he's bringing to it that Absolutely. seems almost like not not the same as the way David Tennant did it, but like a new way of doing that, like reminiscent of that, like joyfulness. Which but is amazing. Yeah, I just, oh, he just made me happy. But once again, I'm not going to give it to one person because if we think one, like a celebrity <laughs> is our best celebrity, then it's the best celebrity. So there you go. There you go. Next one. Best Redemption. This was quite tricky because I don't really think that we've seen any redemption. I've gone with year. one, but I. I wouldn't necessarily say that it should have been a redemption mm. because I don't think they necessarily did anything wrong. Yeah. But I think it kind of was a redemption. Mine was Britney Spears. That's good. And it's similar to what I was just saying in that yeah. I don't think that they... Which is why I thought we made... Because usually we pick the same ones, but we no, really haven't this year. We haven't at all, <laughs> which is surprising. Britney Spears, I think similar to what yeah. I said, not necessarily... She didn't do anything wrong. Never did anything wrong, but... On the up and up, hopefully. I, hopefully. I mean, I think there's still, if anybody is like looking at her Instagram, <laughs> you might think maybe not. But it's... Listen, if someone wants to dance with some knives, then <laughs> why can't she dance with knives? <laughs> She's just always going through it. And I think her having the, the, like, the book being out yeah, was such a pivotal moment, yeah. I think. And keeping the conversation alive and really... It's her own words, which is what all what people have been looking for. And she didn't do anything wrong in the first place, but yeah. she was like a victim of her family and the kind of the pressure and the circumstances of the people around her. So I think that is she can't. I don't know. I think redemption is an interesting term, isn't it? For like, it's a term that we chose for an award. So I know. That is difficult, but... <laughs> it sounds quite black and white, and that like once you get your redemption, then that's it. But I don't think we're bringing no, it. No, one so... year we gave it to James Charles. Oh yeah, that was. <laughs> once again, I'd like to apologise. We all thought that was going a different way than it did. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsie. Whoops. But um, yeah, I I would like to give it to Britney. But tell me who, tell me who's yours was. Similar circumstances, I think Jennifer Lawrence. Oh my god, yes. I yeah, think yeah, she yeah. really went out of the public eye for a long time. She did because like people were annoyed at her, and then also like when Miley Cyrus brought flowers out. Yes, there was all this speculation of like she's done this. She wore a certain dress in the um music video for mm-hmm. that that supposedly was meant to be the same as a dress Jennifer Lawrence had worn. Oh. Because it was implying that Jennifer Lawrence had had an affair with Liam Hemsworth, which I don't know if that's true, but there was a lot of speculation that from this video, it hinted a lot it was Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know if that's true. So she was getting a lot of like... And then there, there was also an interview that around the same time then started circling as a result of that speculation where I think she was on Watch What Happens Live and she maybe mentioned she'd kissed Liam Hemsworth. But Liam and Miley were on and off for a long time, so I don't know that it's confirmation that she did that. But So people were quite negative even when she was out of the spotlight. (laughs) People (laughs) just love to hate on Jennifer Lawrence. But then she started to come back with like her street style initially. Like There was loads of pictures of her in the street and her fashion started to be a big thing because she was at 
I can't remember what film festival it was, and she wore that like lovely dress, but she was wearing flip flops, which went oh, against yes. the heels rule. Can was it? Can let's say that, yeah. and then she had her film come out, which I can't remember the name of, but there was a film that came out yeah. that I've not seen. But supposedly <laughs> people really enjoyed her in that, and it was like she had a real comeback moment. She did, yeah. And I don't. I once again, I don't necessarily think redemption is a good word for it because I don't mm. think that she necessarily needed to be redeemed. Yeah, but in like the court of public opinion let's say definitely i do think she has been redeemed for whatever people were initially annoyed about she's back isn't she and i think that's always a good measure for it that you know she's doing the kind of interview circuit she's on hot one she's on chicken shop dates like it's very relevant again the kind of introduction back into pop culture as a figure that is going to do that kind of thing so yeah i think you're right i think redemption is a tricky term that we've picked (laughs) yeah i think i'm giving it to both of them but they don't necessarily deserve the term redemption no because i think in terms of the public eye yes it's been a redemption yeah and it's been like a longer process thing rather than it being like an overnight thing best meme yeah this one was um i've got a one that I think probably should get it and then another one that I just want to dredge back up from the annals at the beginning of the year. That's good. So best meme is Barbenheimer. I almost went with this. I think that, <laughs> yeah, I think even though I said the other day, I'm done She's with it. it. I'm I, over I was typing it. it. I was like, oh yeah, Hannah said. <laughs> it's not, done. but like that's not why it shouldn't get it because realistically yeah. it had such a big em- impact and lasting throughout yeah. the year as well it was quite gleeful I d- that's oh it was what, such a good time, time and it was nice to get everyone's opinions on it Abs- and like having that kind of such pure... an immediate red flag as well if someone was yeah. like so like dismissive Barbie. of Barbie like they yeah. were like oh no I'd never see Barbie it's like, like, oh, oh she's dragging me to like someone's boyfriend be like she's dragging me to Barbie I'm like Mm, you, like, you don't understand that. girlhood yeah exactly and you're, you're gonna turn everyone and against you you never will <laughs> um so i think bob and Heimer, but i just wanted to um to bring back angela bassett did the thing this was also nearly mine because i'm still Do you remember also, that? i think she went off instagram or something at the time I know, she was like why it was so iconic they did the thing and like the whole song the things she says in there Viola Davis my woman king it's so good it's so good I think she deserves like all the roles in future solely for this because it's so good it's so good did the thing like back then people were saying about random people they'd be like yeah they did the thing they did the thing it's like I'll never know what the thing was the thing could be anything nobody knows um, mine was reminiscent of something that's been mentioned before Pedro Pascal yes. and a, a lot of memes came from that but specifically like Pedro Pascal overall but the <laughs> the video of him eating a sandwich <laughs> because I just felt in my life when this was big it was so applicable to everything <laughs> like every moment in my life like I'd be like Pedro Pascal eating sandwich <laughs> just the way he really slowly does it yeah. I just found it very relatable, and I can't tell you why, and I can't tell you what it relates to. <laughs> I just feel like if you get it, you get it, and yeah. you understand. <laughs> but obviously, there was a lot more. There was like things that he wore, the whole like calling him daddy. Yeah. Um. The red kilts. Yeah. The outfits that also this in my head. There's like an image of him. He's like being really compressed down, so he's really short. <laughs> That brings me a lot of joy. I just love it. was deep into Pedro Pascal. There's also fandom. the same image of like 
Timothy Chalamet has been like condensed <laughs> short and I don't know why but that's my humour like taking celebrities and just Squishing making them, them. teeny like M- Mike Wazowski and them I find it so funny I'm like because it's not how they look like yeah. there's the teeny legs I'm like it's so funny so I th- but I think probably Barbenheimer had a bigger impact than Pedro Pascal eating a sandwich maybe not I think, I, think they were, I think Barbenheimer and Pedro Pascal were both big things that happened this year. Yes, yeah. Overall, but maybe Barbenheimer was more yeah. widespread yeah. across the world. Memified. Yeah, I think so. Fantastic. And so we're on to the penultimate one, the Fall from Grace Awards, um, which I didn't actually think too hard about this one because it came to me instantly. I've got two, so I'm interested Ooh. in what you've got. Mine is Nick Jonas for the way that he tried to PR his divorce from Sophie Turner. That's, that's Joe how... Jonas. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, Jones. Nick Jonas is getting a divorce? <laughs> sorry, I, like... I don't know my Jonas Brothers. I how dare tell you. you not know the Jonas Brothers? Imagine if he'd said Kevin. That I knew it wasn't Kevin. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got one of them right. One out of three, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, Joe Jonas Joe is um, trying to PR his breakup from Sophie Turner mm-hmm. and trying to turn everyone against her. And then it backfired so quick. I don't think I've seen something unfold as quickly as that. It was so unfortunate. It backfired on him and everyone's like, you're lying. <laughs> we know that you're lying. Literally. So I think he's definitely fallen from grace. Sorry, Nick. Nothing to do with you. Like, <laughs> poor Nick's out there like, I'm he's not slandered. getting a divorce. <laughs> um, so I have two. One of them's been mentioned before. So The weekend for doing oh. The Idol. Before The Idol, I guess I didn't know that much about The weekend, but yeah. generally I just thought he was okay. I enjoyed his music. Like, yeah, he's a singer. And I think when we read like the article, because we did an episode, maybe on, I can't remember which episode this was, but we read like past articles that The yeah. weekend had been interviewed in. And he kept, comes across really well. He does. Um, but basically from what we've read of the production of The Idol yeah. and through knowing the plot, this really sexist TV show yeah. that was made and problematic... And that, like, allegedly The weekend wanted... Like driving it. Yeah, basically didn't want it to be female-focused, yeah. but focused on more focused on his character and yeah. less focused on women and feminism um, was kind of a fall from grace for me because I just thought before, I was like, I, I respected him as yeah. a singer and an artist. The second one was um, Noah Shap, specifically for the clip of him... And the Zionism is sexy stickers where he's smiling and laughing Ooh. at the stickers. Before this, I viewed him mainly as the child from Stranger Things yeah. who had also had beef with Doge Cat that one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> which was quite random. Um, but I think people generally liked him, thought yeah. he was fine. Like he, you know, had quite, you know, I feel like he was quite respected, especially yeah. as a child actor. For a child actor, yeah. Thought he was good at acting, like he yeah. acts very well. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, um, you know, he starts to say a couple of mm. things recently, yeah. and then this clip comes out where he's literally like laughing, mm. holding these stickers that say Zionism is sexy, and I'm just a bit like, mm. really? In this climate? There's, yeah, in this. So I didn't love that, and that was a bit of a fall from grace, in my opinion. No, I think that's. Um... 
happens. There's been a few. <laughs> There's been a few, let's say. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah. Yeah. Up and coming diva, our final award. And I think when we say up and coming diva, generally it's meant as a compliment. Yes. We're reclaiming diva. Absolutely. If you get this award, this is like our up and coming artist star. Yeah. Person. Just someone we've enjoyed <laughs> and we think we'll we'll continue to enjoy in future. Yes, mine is Jacob Alordi. Fair enough. I think he's about to have a kind of very constructed um, change in his career from doing like Netflixy things and teen things. And now he's in so many, like every film that's coming out has got Jacob Elordi in it. So I think the more people start to look into his personality and they've already tried to float some things with like his, what's in his handbag. Like they're trying to... yeah construct a narrative so i think the fact that he's gone down that way and it is about like what's in his man bag i'm like okay there might be something 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 about you interesting interesting mine was sabrina carpenter i just think to be fair she's really slayed this year she has i think like I, i keep seeing clips i don't know if you see this but she has a song i think it's nonsense and every place she goes on tour because at the minute she does the opening act for taylor swift oh. every place they go she yeah. changes the lyrics to the end of the song to like <laughs> reflect the place she's in that's really nice yeah they're really good they're very clever, <laughs> very clever. i think after the this infamous well jesus was a carpenter <laughs> her outfits what she wears and also yeah. i feel like i'm not blaming anyone in this situation but for a bit she was quite hated because mm. um I'm not blaming either of them, but Olivia Rodrigo, when she did Driver's License, yeah, which was about that guy that I think his name's Josh, but I don't really know. <laughs> and he had started dating supposedly Sabrina, Sabrina Carpenter. So oh, a lot of the songs okay. supposedly about Sabrina Carpenter and a lot of people started to hate Sabrina <sighs> Carpenter because of this. And I think both girls are so talented. And to be honest, a little yeah. bit of me that was like Olivia Rodrigo could also be up and coming diva, but I think she's yeah. like... She's had more of her moment. I think it's yes, time that yeah. Sabrina could get a bit of her moment. Absolutely. So I just think she's got a lot of potential for up-and-coming diva. Diva. Yeah, mainly because of Jesus was a carpenter because <laughs> it's giving, like, old-school Gaga response yeah, to no, me. Like, I just think that was such a good... <laughs> it's so quick. Jesus was a carpenter. Jesus was a carpenter. Of course. <laughs> Well, so, I will always pick a woman over a man. So oh, there's I no reason should... they couldn't both. No, I know, uh, two but tributes. I think <laughs> <laughs> the tributes to the male and female. Who knows? Um, I think, yeah, why not? It's our award show. We can do what we want. We do what we want to. If we've missed anybody, we've missed your favourite moment, if we've missed your favourite person. It's hard to reflect over a whole year. Yeah, so much happens. Even though we like pretty much <laughs> weekly create these podcasts, you do forget <laughs> mass things that happened this, this yeah. year. And also you forget that like suddenly you'll be like, oh, well, this happened. And you look at it and it's like, that didn't happen this year. Yeah. <laughs> like that did not happen this year. Or suddenly you're like looking and it's like, oh, that happened this year. Yeah, like it feels like yeah. it happened years ago. The timeline of it is really bizarre. So like. difficult to like actually know what <laughs> to happened gauge, this year. To what to do. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. So I we may have missed some things. Yeah. I'm not saying we haven't because it was hard. Yeah. And also in a way, like so much has happened this year, but also not that much i feel like last year i looked through the things that happened last year like things we'd nominated last year and it was like don't worry darling was last year's big moment and you forget how long that went on for (laughs) and this year like not we didn't really have that same kind of 
attention. That wasn't a big, big, big moment, I yeah. don't think. But we may yeah. have forgotten something. And I'm concerned yeah. we have. So I think the, <laughs> the biggest thing of this year was probably Barbie. Like, yes. I think that must yeah. be the biggest thing of this year. Completely so. dominated. I think so. But so we hope you have a lovely holiday period happy and a happy new year. new year. I think we'll probably have a week away from the podcast. Yeah. So, but we'll be back with back more podcasts Jan. throughout january and throughout the year <laughs> just january <laughs> then it's it no but yeah so there'll be a, like a week period or, or so I, don't, I, can't, I can't think of it now let us have our christmas yeah let us relax <laughs> um, they'll be back soon but yeah have a lovely holiday period and enjoy yourselves and we'll see you in 2024 yes we will bye, bye.